Welcome to the Foundations Church Podcast, where we exist to make Jesus famous. We hope this message is life-giving, encouraging, and challenges you in your walk with Christ. Welcome to the Foundations Church Podcast, where we exist to make Jesus famous. We hope this message is life-giving, encouraging, and challenges you in your walk with Christ. Today we are ending our series, Solomon, the wisest who never was. Solomon, the wisest who never was. Was And today I want to talk to you, this, the title of my sermon is simply this, A Million Dollar Day, A Million Dollar Day, and um, this is the last week of our series, and so I've got a, a few questions here, and today I'm going to preach about something I've not preached on ever. Um, in 12 years, 13 years of, of being a church, I don't think we've ever talked about this, and I want to talk to you about legacy. I want to talk to you about legacy today. Um, and this is something that when we hear it, we think, oh, it's an old person message, right? Like, that's, come on, it's okay. That's what I thought. Um, but, but, but it's really not at all. Um, so whether you are a teenager, college student, you're in your 20s, or you're in your 80s, I can promise you this, this is a very applicable message for you today. So as we get going, can anybody tell me, it's kind of a trick question, you should know this answer. Hopefully you know this answer. So if you know, if this is your first time, we believe in crowd participation, like you can amen, you can say, you know, let the big dog eat, whatever you want to say um, while I'm preaching, that's fine. Um, but, um, you know, like what, what, whatever it is, so I'm going to ask you a question, give me some feedback. Can anybody tell me the son of David who followed him as king, the name of him? Yeah, yeah, it's really simple. I know it's like a trick question. You're like, are you trying to trick me? Solomon, right, 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 right. So here's my other question. Can anybody tell me the name of Solomon's son who followed him as king? Right? Right? And some of us are like, what is, you're Googling it right now. See, somebody, you Googled it just then, right? <laughs> so so maybe, and maybe some of us know it, but most of us don't, right? It's a guy's name, Rehoboam. Right? And I know some of you probably knew that, and you're like, I, I said it, I said I didn't Google it. Don't get mad, I'm just playing with you. Um, so, um, and, and here's what strikes me. David, we know David, we know King David, we know that he wasn't perfect, right? We know about Bathsheba, we know about him killing his buddy to get his wife, we know about these moments, but David was still called a man after God's own heart. And one thing I love about David is that he teed it up for his son Solomon to take the kingdom of Israel further than he took it, right? He left him a legacy. And yet when we read about Solomon, the wisest man who never really lived his life out, at the end of his life just didn't live it wisely, we read about a, a child that followed him named Rehoboam, but Solomon didn't really, he left him a, a nation that was in bad shape. 
right? Rehoboam gets there and 10 of the, the tribes split and they go to the northern kingdom of Israel and Rehoboam has two of them left, right? And it's like, why did you not leave a legacy? Why didn't you leave something for your son? And there's a way better way for you and I to live and for us to learn a lesson to be more like David instead of Solomon. That it's not about being perfect, but it is about us being purposeful when it comes to us leaving a legacy. And I want to talk to you about that today. Billy Graham said this, our days are numbered. One of the primary goals in our lives should be to prepare for our last day. The legacy we leave is not just in our possessions, but in the quality of our lives. What preparations should we be making now? The greatest waste in all of our earth, which cannot be recycled or reclaimed, is our waste of the time that God has given us each day. Such a great quote. And here's what I would tell you, is legacy has very little to do with your possessions and the inheritance that you leave your kids. Today it's not about you leaving your kids half a million dollars each, and though your kids are like, that sounds pretty good, right? Um, that, that's not this message. Your legacy is way bigger than the stuff that you leave behind. The way that I view legacy is a lot like I view boats, right? So when you have a boat, there is a wake that a boat leaves behind. And a wake is defined as this, a track or path left by a moving ship, right? A track or path left behind by a moving ship. So let's say Chad Craig, and I know this is not the truth, um, or let's say Nate, because I don't know if Nate has a, a boat or not. So let's say Nate invites me to go on a boat, um, and I show up to ride on this boat, and I've got a picture of what a boat looks like, and I show up, and this is the boat Nate has invited me to go on, right? I'm not going to be nice to Nate. I'd be like, this is not a boat. This is not, this is not. And some of you have this boat right now, and I'm making you mad right now. We'll talk about forgiveness next week. But this, the truth may make you mad, but it'll set you free. That's not, can we agree that's not a real boat, right? That's not a real boat. Yes, it is, right? That's not, that's not a boat I want to be on. I'm just telling you. So if you have this boat and you've thought about asking your pastor to go out with you, don't, because I'm not going to be nice, and it's not going to be a pleasurable experience for any of us, right? Any, yeah, I, I don't want, this is what I have in mind when it comes to a boat. This, this picture right here, if you can throw it up there, yeah, right? Like, come on, give me something we can play behind. Like, we can surf, we can tube, we can jet, jet ski, we can, we can ski, we can wakeboard something. Look, I mean, everybody's like having a good time looking behind, right? The other guys are like, don't go too far to the right or left or we're going to tip over, right? This is awesome. Why? Because it's leaving a monster wake behind. And yet, I would say this, that a lot of us, our lives resemble the first boat instead of the second. And we're not leaving waves, and we're not making waves, and we're not leaving a wake behind in our life because we've bought into some lie that Christians are supposed to live quiet, calm, controlled, well, it needs to be controlled, but calm and quiet lives, right? 
And that's not the case at all. Man, I want to live my life cannonballing in the, in the pool of life, right? To where when I'm, boom, he has shown up. Justin is in the building. Um, that, that we, that, that's the way we live our life, that we are leaving a wake behind that our kids and our people that come behind us at work and generations behind us, that our lives have set them up to launch off where we left off, right? To where it is, it is enabling them to enjoy where God is calling them to go, and we're teeing it up for the next generation. I love this quote. It says, we all die. The goal isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. Can I tell you, every single one of us in here wants that to be the reality of our life. Every single one of us wants that to be the reality of our life, no matter what our age is. No matter if we're in college or we are retired, we want this to be the reality of our life. So how do you and I leave a lasting legacy that matters? How do we leave a lasting legacy that matters. We understand this. First point is nobody leaves a godly legacy without great effort. Nobody leaves a godly legacy without great effort. Can I just tell you, you have to work to leave behind a godly legacy. And that word work isn't sexy or appealing right now. We want it to be easy. We, want it, we, we just want to hope that it all turns out and happens, but that's not how it works. You got to be willing to work, to put effort in, to try to do the hard thing if you are going to leave a lasting godly legacy, not just for your kids, but for the generation that is following you, for people that are in contact with your life, at your workplace, at home, in your marriage, with your kids, with your grandkids. It's not just gonna happen. You have to, you have to work to leave a lasting godly legacy. I love this quote by my favorite president in the entire, entire time of the United States, Teddy Roosevelt. He says this, a soft, easy life is not worth living. We must dare to be great, and we must realize that greatness is the fruit of toil and sacrifice and high courage. Come on with that. For us is the life of action, of strenuous performance, of duty, and let us live in the harness striving mightily. Let us rather run the risk of wearing out than rusting out. Come on, let the big dog eat, Teddy. Like... Like, that's what I'm talking about. Man, let us run the risk of wearing out, then rusting out. And for some of us, man, we, we're just afraid. Oh, I just don't know if I can. It's scary. Can, can, I, can we just stop for a second? If you're going to achieve the godly legacy God's calling you and I to live, it's going to mean this. Yes, you have to live your life out with wisdom, but you're going to have to take scary steps that take courage. Right? If you're going to accomplish something that's bigger than you, you're going to have to be willing to take courageous steps of faith that are scary. Right? You can't wait for everything to be a fail-proof plan in order for you to take your step. There's going to be scary moments. But I would tell you this, pick that hard moment over the hard moment of regret later on. 
right? There's going to be a hard moment where it's going to take faith and it's going to take courage. And pick that hard moment over having the hard moment of regret that you didn't take. I love what David said in 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 1 through 3. It says, when the time drew near for David to die, he gave a charge to Solomon, his son. I'm about to go the way of all the earth, he said. So be strong. Act like a man. Mm, come on. And observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in obedience to him and keep his degree, decrees and commands, his laws and regulations as written in the law of Moses. Do this so that you may prosper in all you do and wherever you Go. So here's what I would tell you. I'd echo David's words to you, to me, that if we're going to leave a lasting legacy behind us, if we're going to leave a wake for others to enjoy and to launch their life and dreams and the will of God for their lives, be strong, right? And act like a man up. That's what David is. Man, stop being a sissy and making excuses and man up. Ladies, lady up. I don't know what that means, but do it. Some of the strongest people I know are single moms. Moms, don't just buy into the excuse. This is the way life is going to be. Man, take that scary step of where God is calling you so that you can leave a wake and a legacy behind that is better for your kids than what you experience. That's the goal, and it's going to take you and I being strong and courageous and acting like the men and women of God he has called us to be. So we can either make excuses and live with regret, or we can take purposeful and obedient steps that God is calling us to. That's how you leave a legacy, a godly legacy The last. The second thing is this. Know and be purposeful about what God is calling you to accomplish. Know and be purposeful. And I would say this. And don't apologize for what God is calling you to Accomplish. Your, your legacy isn't going to be accomplished by you being perfect. So if you think you've got to be perfect to accomplish the legacy God is calling you to, it's not going to happen. It's going to be accomplished by you being purposeful. Not by you being perfect. If you think you're disqualified from leaving a legacy or, or being used by God because you haven't been perfect, welcome to the club. It's not about being perfect. It is about you and I being very purposeful for the calling that God has placed on our life. And the question I have for all of us today is, are you living your life every day with purpose? Are you living your life every day with purpose? Because if not, you're being a bad steward of one of the greatest gifts you will ever be given, and that is your time. Are you living every day with purpose for what you're going to leave behind? Students in high school, mid-high, college, are you being purposeful about the legacy you're going to leave behind when you leave that school? I tell you, I'm, right now, 30 years, I've almost graduated from high school 30 years. I know, that means I'm old, O-L-D, old. I'm old, I get it, Right? But what's crazy, in just the last two years of almost being graduated for 30 years, I have fellow high school classmates reaching out, asking for prayer. 
asking if I can meet up, asking if, and it's not because they know what I'm doing now, it's because they know what I was back then, and the legacy that I left back then is still making a difference now. Students, what are you going to leave behind? Oh, I'm too young to leave a legacy. I'm too young to make it. No, you're not. That's just an excuse. Pick the impact and legacy you're going to leave behind now. And are you being purposeful tomorrow when you go to your school? Are you being purposeful next week when you go to school, college student? I left a legacy behind me in Bible college too, but it wasn't a good one. There's a reason I haven't been invited back to Bible college to preach. There's a lot of rules in that handbook that are made Justin Graves rules. I mean, there's just, there's a lot of rules, right? Are you being purposeful about what you leave behind? Mom and dad, are you being purposeful in how you parent? Every day, I just get tired. I'm just trying to survive. That's, that leads to regret. Grandparents, I tell you, your older children need you because we have no idea what we're doing. We don't need you to tell us how you did it. We just need you to come along inside and say, man, that is a tough, and you know what? Here's maybe what I would do. And if nothing else, just tell us you're praying for us. And let us gripe at you <coughs> and complain. And be like, this is really hard. And be present in your grandkids' life. That's, are you being purposeful with every day that you are given, because here's what I find happens, is that the thing that keep us, keeps us from being purposeful and leaving a godly legacy is that we start getting focused on the temporary over the eternal, right? I can almost promise you, almost every single one of us in this place, the thing that we are stressed out about is a temporary thing, not an eternal thing. The thing that we wake up and we're nervous and have all this anxiety about, 10 years from now, it's probably not going to matter, right? We're, we're focused and we get consumed with temporary that removes the eternal being on our mind and us being purposeful about the eternal. And the eternal goes on the back burner. Why? Because we are focused on the temporary. And Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 through 17, one of my favorite passages in all the Bible says this, be very careful then how you live. Don't just go through life, but be careful how you are living your life, not as unwise, but as the wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. This could not be more true. Therefore, don't be foolish, right? The foolish thing is not to be purposeful in how you are living. The foolish thing is not to be purposeful in the legacy that you are leaving behind. That is a foolish way. But understand what the Lord's will is for you. Today, tomorrow, are you fulfilling the purpose <coughs> of the legacy you want to leave behind every day? In the movie Dead Poets Society, some of you think I'm going to say carpe diem. I'm not. Um, <clears throat> it's a film set in 1959, and the film stars Robin Williams as John Keating, an English professor who inspires his students through the teaching of poetry. In one scene, Keating talks to his students about the meaning of life, and Keating quotes the Walt Whitman poem, O Me, O Life, as follows. O Life, of the questions of these reoccurring, of the endless trains of the faithless, of cities filled with the foolish, 
What good amid these, O me, O life? Answer, that you are here, that life exists in identity, that the powerful play goes on and that you may contribute a verse. The poem, the poem explains life is like a play which, in ev which everyone who has ever lived gets to contribute a verse. And Keating then asks the students, what will your verse be? And I would echo that same question to you today. What will your verse be? Because that verse will be your legacy. And if you are not purposeful about the verse and the legacy you leave behind, can I tell you, life's gonna leave it behind for you. So are you living right now the type of legacy you wanna leave behind? Are you living life right now like the type of legacy you wanna leave behind? Because here's my challenge to you today, is that you need to live the legacy you wanna leave. You want, you've gotta leave, leave, live the legacy. There's a lot of L's there. Live the legacy you want to leave. Live the legacy you wanna leave. You don't always get to pick how you die, right? But you get to pick how you live. So, so the, why, the, the wise way would be, man, I'm going to pick the way I live so that I get to pick the legacy. I am prepared for death, and the legacy I leave behind, man, it's huge. It's purposeful. And hear me, it's, when you get to 80 years old, it's too late. You're living your legacy right now. You're, you're living your legacy right now. You waking up this morning is worth more than a million dollars. In a presentation, a speaker asked the crowd how excited they would be if he dropped a suitcase with a million dollars in front of them and said, it's yours, have an awesome day, right? So he's being Oprah Winfrey. As you can imagine, the crowd went crazy. He went on to ask them to imagine how the rest of their day would go. Someone cuts you off in traffic, not that big of a deal. Why? Because you got $1 million sitting next to you, right? The restaurant messes up your order a bit. That's not really a problem because you were just gifted a million dollars. All those little irritations and minor inconveniences go away because your perspective is different. Someone gave you $1 million and it's going to be almost impossible to ruin your mood. Then he asked the crowd, now how many of you would still take the one million if it meant you couldn't wake up tomorrow? Raise your hand if you would still take the deal. And as you would expect, no one raised their hand. So now we've established that you waking up is worth more to you than one million dollars. Tomorrow when you get out of bed, realize that moment is a million dollar moment. This day is a million dollar day. Start your day with a perspective of I wouldn't trade right now for a million dollars and see how different you approach the day. And hear me as your pastor, you have a million dollar moment sitting right where you are, watching right where you are at home. What are you doing with it? Because you wouldn't dream, you wouldn't dream of being careless or, 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 or haphazard with that million dollars that you were gifted, and yet this day is worth more than that million dollars. So what are you doing with this day, with this moment that you have been gifted with? It's a million dollar day. 
Even if things are going wrong, it's a million-dollar moment. The Bible says this in Psalms 90, verse 12. It says, teach us how short our lives really are so that we may be wise. Teach us how short our lives are. Because when I realize my time is limited, I limit what I do with my time. Right? When I realize my time is limited, I limit what I do with my time. When I realize my resources are limited, I limit what I do with my resources. So this means this. All of us, we're going to have a final day. We're going to have a last High school student, you are going to have a last day at your high school. I know it feels like it's dragging on forever right now, but you're going to have a final day. Are you living your life right now with the purpose that you want to live it with when you get to that final day because it's coming, right? College student, you're going to have a final day in college, and what are you leaving behind you? What's a legacy? What's the impact you're leaving behind? Parents, you're going to have a final day where your kids, till your kids move out of your house. And are you busy parenting them are you busy influencing them? Or are you running after things that really don't matter? And you're missing out on the greatest opportunity to parent and influence your kid because that window is this long. And it gets really different the moment they go away to college and they move out. Are you parenting with purpose? Because you got a million dollar moment. For all of you going to work, hear me, there's going to be a last day you go to that job. And are you the type of employee or employer that he's called you to be? Because if you're just collecting a paycheck, man, you aren't leaving a legacy. You're not making the impact that God's called us to make. make, But you're going to have a last day. So make sure you are leaving a wake behind you that leaves a trail and path that leaves that business better off, that leaves your employees better off, that leaves your employers better off. Hear me. I'm going to have a last day at Foundations Church. It's going to be when I'm 99 years old and my teeth pop out, right? But there's going to be a final day. And man, I want to make sure that why I've got the moment and the opportunity that I understand every Sunday is a million-dollar opportunity for me. Every day is a million-dollar opportunity that God has blessed me with. And if I can learn my time is limited, I start limiting what I do with my time because understand this, your legacy starts now. Your legacy starts now. Doesn't want to start when you collect Social Security? It starts now. And so I would encourage you, if you're going to leave a godly legacy that lasts, if you're going to live out your legacy, the way that happens is that you win the day. You decide, man, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to win or how I'm going to get to the goal. You get there by owning this day and winning this day. Right? That means this. As that you win the day, you win the day by being obedient today. Right? You win the day by being purposeful today. You win the day, you leave a lasting legacy by being urgent and having urgency today. Because when we become careless, and when we think we've got all the time in the world, there's not urgency, there's not obedience, there's not passion, there's not purpose. But we put the things that really matter on the back burner. And you and I, we're called to live a way better, wiser way than that. So hear me, as your pastor, and i got to stop because we've got communion and I want to get to communion. 
and leave a wake behind you. Make waves in your life that leave a wake and waves of purpose for those that are following after you. Because you and I, man, we're called to make a difference. We're called to leave a legacy that impacts people's forevers and their eternity. And it's not gonna happen easily and it's not gonna happen without you doing work and it's not gonna happen without you taking steps of faith and obedience. But man, be willing to take the steps and do the work and be purposeful and have urgency in your life so that you don't live with the regret of living the other way because this way is a way better way for you and I to live our lives. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. And I thank you for today, and I thank you for your goodness, your patience, and your plan that you have for us. And God, I ask today that you would speak to us and that this would be one of those moments that everybody has a wake-up moment to. That we would understand that this moment right now is a million-dollar moment. God, it, it is priceless for us to understand that there's purpose that you're calling us for today. Not when we reach a certain place in life, not when we reach a certain season in life, not when we make a certain dollar amount that we start worrying about our legacy, not when we start having kids or when we get married or when we get out of high school or when we get out of college or when we move or, Lord, our legacy starts now. So God, I pray that we would not be like the unwise but as the wise. And we would be very careful how we live our lives out. Teach us our days are numbered so that we may gain heart of wisdom, and we would live this life out with purpose and obedience and urgency. That leaves, as the psalmist said in Psalms 23, that surely goodness and mercy shall follow me the day, all the days of my life. That we're leaving goodness and mercy in the wake, in the path, in the trail of our life that we've blazed, that you're calling us to. And so, Lord, I pray for those that, Lord, maybe they're here today, and the reason they haven't lived the life you're calling them to, maybe they've gotten lazy or maybe they're scared. Lord, there's scary steps that you call us to take. And I pray that we would be willing to, have, to be courageous, to be people full of faith, that take that step that you're leading us to, and that, God, we would make the most of this moment and we would leave something behind that enables the generations to launch off of. Lord, I pray, move and let us be purpose, purposeful followers of you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. With heads bowed and eyes closed, today if you're here, you say, Justin, I'm in this place and just to be really, really honest, I'm not where I should be in my relationship with Jesus Christ. We want to give you a chance to change that. Today, maybe you're here and you've never asked Jesus Christ to be the Lord and Savior of your life, or it's just about you recommitting your life and you're here or you're watching online and you know something needs to change. I'm going to count to three and if that's you, I just want you to raise your hand and we're going to lead you in a prayer to change your life. One, two, three three. Is there anyone here today? You say, Justin, that's me. There's one person. Is there anyone else? You join this one hand that's lifted before we go any. Yep, I got you. Is there anyone else? I see two hands that are lifted. 
Two lives that are taking the biggest step that they could ever take in their entire life. Is there anyone else? You say, Justin, that's me. And I want to join these two people that have raised their hand before we go any further in service today. Is there anyone else? Is there anyone else? If you raise your hand, whether you're here or maybe you're even watching at home online, join me in praying this prayer. Man, repeat it after me and mean it from your heart. Jesus, I come before you today and I confess that I've sinned, that I've messed up, but I ask for your forgiveness. God, I turn away from the life that I was living. I repent of it and I turn to you. And I ask you, Jesus Christ, to be the Lord and Savior of my life. God, I confess you to be my Lord and my Savior, and I'm gonna follow after you the rest of my days. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. We hope that you enjoyed this message. If you have any questions or want to reach out to us, you can email us at info at foundationschurch.tv or visit our website at foundationschurch.tv. We hope that you enjoyed this message. If you have any questions or want to reach out to us, you can email us at info at foundationschurch.tv or visit our website at foundationschurch.tv.